Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. So I am just coming off an interview with Cassandra Wilder of the Cyclical Podcast. And for those of you who are in my immediate circle, know that I absolutely adore this woman and I adore her work. And it was such a fun experience for me to go on her podcast and to just chat. And it's just so interesting because this is the second podcast that I've ever been on. And even though I go live, I mean, I think this week I've gone live every single day. I went live last week at least eight times, including I have this podcast. So like this is not anything new to me, but it is so funny that I still experience the jitters, the, oh my gosh, what if I get this wrong? You know, it's just going through all the emotions. And I'm just sharing this with you in all transparency so you can see what it looks like to live this life and to put yourself out there and to also still go through the roller coaster of emotions. And so as soon as we wrapped up the podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, like that felt awesome. That was great. You know, and then like literally five minutes later, my ego comes in, knock, knock, (laughs) and starts just beating me up. Like you should have talked more about this and you didn't say this and what if they misinterpret what you meant when you said this and all the things and it's just so astonishing all the work that I've done on myself on my healing that ego is still right there looking for those vulnerable moments where it can try to distract you from the mission try to paint a story that does not exist right? And I can look at these times now and really watch, you know, really watch the voice in the head. There's, there's other moments that are just like this that I refer to as a vulnerability, uh, a, a vulnerability. Oh, what do I want to call it? Um, it's like when you are vulnerable and then you crash from that. Like, it's like, Ooh, I put myself out there, you know, uh, too much. And so similar things that have also happened where I can interpret that as loser vibes. Okay. So all of these things are in that same vein of just like ego going to come in and try to distract you 
from the magic that just happened. You could also look at this as upper limiting. That is something that you may resonate with. It's all the same thing, you guys. It's all the same thing. It's when we have these really epic highs, we will try to find a way to bring us back down. And you have to watch this so closely because if you allow it, it'll crash your highest moment. You will tap into bliss, you will tap into ecstasy, and then you will take yourself flat. And I've had these instances happen with in, in my marriage where we've had like an awesome, like magical, oh my gosh, like, ah, oh, feeling, you know, moments and then get in a stupid fight, right? And so thankfully, thankfully now, uh, I have this awareness, we have this awareness as a family of, of recognizing the story. And so how you would approach this is that, you know, the story that my ego is telling me right now is this. So the story that my ego is telling me right now is that I didn't do a good enough job. I should have prepared more. I should have uh, toned down my excitement. La la la. And is that true? No, because you know what? I pray every time before I get on here. I pray every time I get on here and I ask for what needs to come through to come through me. And I ask that whatever needs to be filtered out is filtered out. And you know what? That does not mean ever that I show up in perfection because I don't know if that exists. And that is not something that I'm after. Not after that. It does not interest me. So I show up as the authentic version of me and I allow what needs to come through to be exactly the divine message that you need to hear, period. That is my truth. And so I have my ego throw a little fit. I recognize the story and then I pick myself right back up. And I say, this is your truth. Because if we allow it, we will have these highs for only minutes in our life and we will have so many more lows. It doesn't have to be that way. You have to be able to expand your capacity to hold the highs, to hold the excitement, to hold the next levels, the next levels in your career, the next levels in in your womanhood, the next levels in your marriage, the next levels in your relationship. You have to be able to move the set point. And we all have energetic set points in all the areas. Energetic set points look like, you know, the, the, the patterns of, only being able to have so much money in the account at a time, only being able to have so many good days a month, so many good days a week, so many good hours in a day. We get to feel good and we it is our birthright to tap into that bliss. My word for this year is magnificent. And my conversation with Cassandra was one of those moments in my body. Now, whatever comes out and whatever I said, because I really don't remember everything, you know, at this point, it was just in the flow. But I know what I felt in my body was that vibe. And I am constantly looking for that vibe and to feel that and to expand upon that. And I get to have it all the time, all the time. I had it 
oh my gosh, my workout this morning, I was like, like, I felt that. I felt that getting ready today, listening to another podcast. I felt that having conversations with one of my team members, I was like, oh my gosh, we are just like vibing. You know, we are like, like, whoo. (laughs) So let this be a little lesson for really watching the voice inside your head, really watching what that ego does to you, how it tries to take you out of those moments that you are feeling so good. And don't allow that. Don't allow your joy to be stripped from you because of an ego voice telling lies and taking you on tangents, creating up stories that don't exist. Instead, play in the field that you want to attract more of. Play in that energy. And so that leads me to a little segue. My gosh, we're going to go someplace completely different. So one of the things I was going to talk about today on the podcast and that just never came up was the hundredth monkey theory. And I know if you're a femme, you're like, you've, you've heard me talk about this, but I'm sorry. I think this theory is so relevant right now and it's about monkeys. So it's a little lighthearted and fun. Okay. So why is this relevant right now? Well, because so much of in my world, what we talk about is that there has never been a greater time to do this work. And not only has there never been a greater time to do this work, there also has never been this much opportunity to do the work. There are so many people getting the call to step into leadership roles, step into coaching roles, stepping stepping into the roles as guides. And this is absolutely profound because we have leaders popping up all over and there is just so many opportunities for you to answer your personal call to begin the healing journey. And whether you start the healing journey because you have physical motivation, there's something that you're looking to heal on the physical plane, or whether you know you have trauma and there are emotional suppressions that you're looking to really work with and to free yourself from, or you know you are under a cloud of limiting beliefs that are continuously holding you back or keeping you stuck, all of it is relevant and all of it is relevant to the times that we are in right now. One of my absolute, absolute favorite, favorite quotes, and I know I've talked about this before, is Abraham Hicks in its one in alignment is more than a hundred or a million who are not. And I didn't say that quite right, but what it what it means to me is one person in alignment, one person doing the work, one person living in desire, one person walking the walk with desire and gratitude one step at a time, one person working to make their best better, one person looking to evolve and continue to evolve and on their trip of evolving, they are working to heal their lineage. One person seeking that 
optimal health that is every single one of our birthrights, right, to us, what is that? It is enough to help heal and to help balance a million people who are not doing the work. Like you in a state of coherence can change the world. This is why this matters. And so this, this is how this hundredth monkey theory plays into this because it's just a really fun way for you to look at how we are all so energetically connected and what happens when we gain momentum and there's more of us doing this work because we are radically able to shift things into a full-on collective healing motion. Okay, so the hundredth monkey theory. All right, this is the law of critical mass. So there was an experiment that happened roughly 50 years ago in Japan, and they there was researchers on a remote island that had a couple hundred monkeys living there, and they were provided with sweet potatoes. But the sweet potatoes were falling in the sand and they were dirty. So the monkeys chose not to eat them. So even though there was this viable uh, you know, food for the monkeys, that if they were to eat them, they would really love them, they were dirty. And so they chose not to eat them. So one day, an 18-month female monkey started to wash the sweet potatoes in the water. And guess what? Now the sweet potato was clean, so she could enjoy eating it. After several weeks of doing this, she was teaching it to her children, to her sisters, to her brothers. And slowly after this, there was all the monkeys that were that were picking up on this. You know, they were they were getting it. It was catching on, and they had discovered this new food source. Then something really, really magical happened. Overnight, in an instant, all the monkeys were washing the sweet potatoes without having to be taught. The other islands with monkey tribes, they were all washing their sweet potatoes. There was a mass conscious level that was happening with the monkeys. So the law of critical mass says if something reaches this critical mass, the whole thing will change. So how is this possible that a monkey that had never witnessed, was never taught how to wash a sweet potato in a completely different island was now washing the sweet potato? Everybody seemed to get it overnight even though they never talked about it, even though they never witness each other doing it. How is that possible? This is the law. This is the magic. And this is when we feel like we cannot do anything to change the course of what's happening in our world. We have so much say. And honestly, this is where I, you know, I wrestle with this a lot because there's so many rabbit holes to go down and I and I feel an obligation to teach and show up for my femmes and present world event material to help us all be prepared for the times that we're in. And also, I don't like to play there. 
I really have to honor my space and the reality that I want to create. And I know that when I am looking to create a reality, I have to spend time in the energy of what I want to create. And so I have to be very careful about how I spend my energy elsewhere. So there's a fine line and there's a delicate balance. It goes back to that saying of what we seek, we find. And that has showed to be true to me over and over and over again. So I'm very cautious about what I look for. I'm very cautious about what I look for. So what brings me hope, what brings me peace, what brings me confidence is knowing that discipline for me right now is my best course of action is knowing that the more that I continue to serve and the more people who step into my community, the more it is up to me to really take good care of myself, to keep my vibrations high, to have my cup full, to do the best work I've ever done for myself while also still enjoying this human experience. And so, yes, I I walk the rabbit holes, I look at the information, and I don't want to play in there too long. So if you are in the, down in the holes, absorbed by it, please come out to spend time in the energy of the world you do want to create, of the reality you do want to live in, and paint that picture and spend time there. Because it is just as important, if not more important. Part of being a truth seeker is knowing how to co-create. It is knowing what you want. It is knowing desire. It is knowing that you can have what you want. It is being the most amazing friends with faith and trust. So the hundredth monkey theory, (laughs) who would have thought I have a podcast and in this past year we have talked about mosquitoes and now we have talked about monkeys. (laughs) That is it for me today, friends. I would love to hear from you as always inside our private Facebook group that is growing and it's so fun to see it grow and so fun to see women stepping into this container because we're only going to continue to grow the conversation. So join me there and share with me your favorite takeaway from this episode. So much love to you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.